Hello Gemini friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Gemini June 2021 Astrology Must Knows. June is one of the most astrologically active months of the whole of 2021. I'm calling the theme of this month Quadruple Boom and I have a wonderful slideshow to talk more about what those four major factors are and 10 must knows that go along with them. But first I've got a bunch of Gemini specific things that we have to discuss. This month of course is very much about Gemini placements because not only do we have a bunch of planets still moving through Gemini, we also have an eclipse in Gemini. So this is a huge time for Gemini placements. If you've been watching my videos for a while, then you know I've been talking to you about how 2020 and 2021 carry special significance for Gemini placements because the eclipse cycle is in the Gemini Sagittarius um, polarity. And as such, the north and south nodes are transiting in the in that polarity. So there's this constant call for um, people with Gemini and Sag or Sag placements to be um, really burning off karma and really stepping into the life of your dreams and your highest expression. The North Node in the chart, which is on the same ecliptic point, that the nodes are on the ecliptic points where the eclipses are. And so the story of the eclipses is the same as the, you know, the, the story of the nodes, the transiting nodes. So this has to do with stepping into your highest expression in this lifetime and clearing out the karma and the negative patterning and all of the things that are interfering with you doing that. Okay, so this is a huge time for Geminis. Major crossroads will be occurring. When you look back at this time, you'll very likely to see, wow, you know, this, this was a time where, it, you know, you can define your life as before this time and after this time. And the people who are closer to 20 degrees that have a Gemini placement closer to 20 degrees. And if you want to figure out this information, just look online for how to run a free birth chart. And then you can see what what Gemini placements you may have. You might have more than one. You might be surprised to know you have more than one Gemini placement. The closer to 20 degrees, the um, the more chance you're going to get, um, you know, um, no major, major, major changes in your life. So that's basically June 10th, the days closest to June 10th. Now this video is for you, whether your moon is in Gemini or your sun is in Gemini or your rising is in Gemini, or if you watch for your Mercury or Venus or Mars, any of those personal planets, this is a piece of your astrological picture, what I'm sharing in this video. And the more you know about your chart, the more you can get in depth and go just beyond your sun sign, you know, go beyond just your sun sign. So um, basically we'll take a five degree orb. So anybody who is within five degrees through, or hold on a second, from June 5th, rather, through June 15th, and the closer to June 10th, the more intense, or 15 degrees through 25 degree Gemini placements, the closer to 20 degrees, the more intense. But if you're not in that designation, this is still very, very, very active and could be potential crossroads for you as a Gemini placement, just period, okay? So change is afoot, dizzying, activity, exciting news. News will be coming in all month. Things could change in an instant. Things that you think are set are likely to turn over and be called into question. Trajectory changes that are really wild are likely to come. 
I highly recommend you also watch my Eclipses in Gemini video. You can search for Annie Botticelli Eclipses in Gemini or you can go to my YouTube homepage and see my Eclipse playlist. Also watch Eclipses in Aries because from the whole house perspective, everyone, every Gemini placement will also have this eclipse in your first house, which is ruled by Aries. So if you watch my Eclipses in Aries video, you'll get all of the details about how that might manifest. I'll list just a couple here though. Things with your physical body. It could be um, health issues that had been brewing and that now come to light, or it could be spontaneous healing. There could be you know, major um, weight loss. There could be anything having to do with um, you know, you're, you're getting healing anything with your physicality or healing anything with your early childhood experience. If your parents were divorced when you were early, if you had birth trauma and those things are still shadowing your life and your relationships, things coming up in those arenas could really radically shift very quickly. Also asking the questions and getting the answers as to what you want to do with your life and what you want to be when you grow up and what kinds of, you know, what your image is, what your, who you want to be and how you want to display that and show that to the world. Um, and you also might be still very photogenic at this time while, um, while you've got all of this energy here. So if you need to take some pictures, then, um, you might find that those might work out well for you, especially, uh, well, just follow your intuition with this, but there, there are a lot of factors that are making me mention this. Now, if your birthday is June 3rd through the rest of the sign, or your Gemini placement degrees are like 13 degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest that you watch my Eclipses in um, Pisces video, because this is going to, from the Placidus perspective, those of you with later birthdays or later degrees, the eclipse energies will either set back into the 12th house or be close enough on the line that they could influence the 12th house. And that's the house of Pisces. So if there are a whole other list of potential manifestations that you can see from the eclipses, if you have those placements, so definitely look for eclipses in Pisces, Annie Botticelli. Now, in general, this eclipse time can bring radical changes for everyone in the Gemini spectrum in your relationships, okay? So big beginnings, big endings, new ways of being in relationship, big chapters closing and opening, new relationships, endings to relationships, and just kind of a lot of push and pull um, for better and worse in between you and other people as you're navigating how to improve your relationship to yourself and your relationship with other people. Those are major themes at eclipse time for you all. As the planets move through Cancer, things are going to get much more emotional. And this is an energy that doesn't flow as well for Gemini placements, okay? So because you're all about action and thinking and ideas, right? And then this, all of this emotion comes in and sometimes that can cloud your thinking or interfere with your thinking. So your emotions, other people's emotions are going to come strong and the energies are going to focus a lot around your finances, asking bigger questions there about, you know, is your job sustainable? Is your life sustainable? Is your budget sustainable? Your spending, are, you know, how are you saving? Are you living sustainably with the environment? What ways could you do that that feel good to you? Um, Anything like, are you prepared for disasters, natural disasters, if you live in a place where those things, you know, things like that 
are the types of things that as the second house starts to get crowded, as it will this month, that you might be asking yourself. It also could just mean that you have more money come in or money that was owed to you could, could come to you that you've been waiting for. Also, it could mean that you're spending more money. Now, if you have to make a big expenditure there and you can't get out of it, then you got to just go with the flow and just check all the paperwork carefully. But there will be better energy for buying big, per, making big purchases as the fog of the eclipse and Mercury retrograde clear. So like July, August, first part of September, we've got another open window that you'll have more clarity. And any confusion that comes in June, you might also start to see more clearly in that July, August timeframe. This is going to be a month where a lot of things that we thought were going a certain way could go a different way. Things can change on the dime, like I had said, and it can add a lot of confusion to plans or confusion to things that seemed that they were set. And happy birthday to all of my Gemini friends who are having your birthday this month. Birthday wishes are astrologically based, so make sure you write your wishes down, say them out loud, feel them as if they've already come true. And if you are watching for a placement other than your sun, then you still get blessings as the sun moves over your placement and enhances all kinds of, you know, any area of your life can be enhanced by the sun crossing over your Gemini placement, okay? So um, you wanna take full advantage of that because your manifestation powers are very strong when the sun crosses over those placements and especially when it's your birthday because the sun in the chart represents your desire and the sun in the sky getting together at the same point that it was at when you were born opens a portal for wishing and that's what birthday wishes are about. You can actually search for Annie making wishes come true. I don't even think you need to put my last name although you might have to but if you just search for Annie making wishes come true my video on how to maximize um, your birthday wishes will be there. And also my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, is just full of pages and pages and pages of how you can align with wishing and manifesting astrologically. Oh, if you're a late degree Gemini placement, so basically if your birthday is like June 11th through the rest of the sign, I also recommend that you watch my uh, Cancer horoscope because you late degree people, I'm there with you in my moon and my sun, which is how I figured this out, where our reads are more complex because of the nature of the charts and the charts that people use to run, um, you know, to do astrology readings. So you might be better served by do, watching both the Gemini and Cancer um, horoscopes, especially for mine, and you can experiment with other people, um, where you'll get to pick up additional information that will be relevant for your picture. Okay, so the last thing I wanna talk about is um, Jupiter, and what it's doing, okay? Jupiter's going to go into retrograde. It's been spending all this time in Aquarius. Definitely wanna watch my Jupiter in Aquarius for Gemini video. You can search for that organically, Jupiter in Aquarius for Gemini. You can find it on my homepage on the Jupiter playlist um, because I talk about everything that's going on and when you're each going to get your kisses. And there will be lots of kisses from Jupiter's movement because Jupiter in Aquarius is making a trine to your placements. Now here we are in June and it's popping very short term into Pisces, okay? So we just have a short period of time where it goes into the first couple of degrees of Pisces. And as that happens, you're starting to get whispers into what Jupiter might look like expanding your 10th house. And this is like, you know, this block here in the middle of the year is a little hint about some things that might be coming in 2022 from Jupiter's movement there. The people who are early degree placements, so basically Mayborn, 
you all are going to feel this even more, but because of the, if you're looking at the whole house perspective, all Gemini placements are going to have a chance to hear these whispers of Jupiter expanding your work, your career, your employment, your recognition, your business, um, your relationship with your father, things like that are, are coming in to be looked at. And then Jupiter is going to go back into Aquarius, do its other stuff there. And then next year, you know, Jupiter will be back there. But in general, um, Jupiter is still very strongly affecting your ninth house. And it's been trying to expand your writing, your speaking, your expression, your creations of, of any kind, your publishing, your teaching, your learning. So anything with finding the right um, education program for you or your kids, anything with you becoming the teacher that Gemini's naturally are, those types of things are going to be coming up very front and center at this time. Okay, so if you wanna have a write-up of all of the notable aspects of the month, the dates of those aspects and what you might expect from them, plus a general write-up of the month, just the kinds of things going on and, and must some must-knows there, then definitely sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You also get all kinds of other goodies, including my 2021 Happy Scopes, which give you some insight into all of the rest of the months of the year, sneak peek super early, um, just to, to kind of get a gauge of the things to know about each month. All of that goes to my email community, who I try to take extra special care of, and you get all kinds of goodies being part of that group when you sign up at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Now, let's talk about this quadruple boom, what I mean by this, and some more 10 must-knows about the quad boom. Okay, so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season. And this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. The actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd. And the post-shadow period runs until July 7th. So during this time, the biggest must know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways, but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, it definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, 
and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must-know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must-know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements, which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with and you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must-know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant, looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are reemerging is very relevant. So the must-know here is that there, if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times and now in the eclipse and retrograde time you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or um, you know do anything other than sort of watch observe take in you are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until 
after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions, you know, that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels, you know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual, um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a, a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn Square Uranus video, YouTube, Annie Botticelli, it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn, Uranus, square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop, backdrop in many cases, where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off, or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam. But just know that they're not necessarily, they're just 
going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself, this is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the uh, lymphatics of our body, and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must-know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle, are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be, be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or, um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.